Today, I want to talk about one of my massively transformative habits. This is a, so what, what, what is MTH? MTH is a course that I teach actually on how to not only develop habits with the deployment of behavioral science and, and kind of tapping into your neurochemistry to not only create habits, but to also help make them stick and become part of your, your why, your greater purpose in life. This is how you're actually going to make a habit stick is to figure out exactly why it is that you want to develop the habit. And then another thing that I do in these courses is I talk about what are the habits that most people universally need to develop in order to lead a better life of life improvement, of health, wellness, relationships. These are the things I talk about. And today I wanted to bring one that I think is critical to beginning the process for sure. And I'm, I'm calling this the massively transformative habit of renewing your mind and that's just to say that I think we all can kind of get some kind of a, a conceptual picture of what that is, but I want to give you one of the key strategies for doing this. Okay. I want to talk about one of the key components to starting the process of renewing your mind. So with that, let's get started. He who conquers his mind conquers the world. These were the words of Zeno, the father of Stoic philosophy. I've quoted that sentence out loud in my head more times than I can possibly remember. It's something I strive to be able to do. Of all the things I can manage, my mind is the one I most want the power over. The fact is, the mind is under constant attack. The matrix is always vying for a position in the space between our ears, telling us what to want, how to live, who to like, how to act. The Bible reads in Romans 12, 2, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The process of renewing our mind must be a daily ritual, a practice like a shower or putting on clothes. Our mind is constantly gathering bits of information, trying to store them and use them. This data becomes filters by which we see and act upon the world outside our mind. The only way we can keep our thoughts clear and controlled is to go through a renewal process each and every day. The Stoics were constantly reminding us how little we can actually control in this world. However, they were also very quick to remind us that we can, in fact, control our mind. This, in turn, determines how we react to those things we cannot control. The habit of transforming one's mind daily can become a superpower. The best time to begin the practice is before the needed reaction is present. Let's discuss. Meditation. Meditation is something that took me years to adopt. First, it was because I just didn't get it. I didn't scoff at it necessarily, but I thought it was for people who were just a little more woo-woo than me. Then one day, I was influenced by this Austrian bodybuilder who convinced me to give it a try. It was around 2005 or so when I was listening to The Tim Ferriss Show, a place where I've gotten some of the best life hacks over the years. Tim was interviewing Arnold Schwarzenegger. Well, first, I was amazed that the relatively new podcaster, who was actually known for writing the four-hour work week, had scored such a huge guest, both physically and figuratively. Arnold started talking about how he had found success in his life as a businessman, first as a real estate investor and then a bodybuilder, and then finally as a movie star. He discussed how in his first years in L.A., he began practicing meditation. He and Tim then went on to riff on the benefits of sitting silently and focusing on your breath. I have to admit, I was completely influenced by a movie star. 
If Arnold did it, maybe I should too. So began my meditation practice. I downloaded an app. I think it was Headspace. I'm really not sure. And I started meditating based on their beginner's track. The thing that struck me at first was how difficult it was. I kept asking myself, am I doing this right? Aren't I supposed to conjure up some out-of-body experience? This can't be right. Do I really like these underwear? I wonder what year Mr. Griffin, my third grade science teacher, died. This can't be right. My monkey brain is a maniac. Trying to get it to shut up and let me be, and just let me be, seemed an impossibility. Then I got permission. Permission from what, you ask? Permission to stop trying. That's right. The best advice I ever got for meditating was to stop trying to meditate. I don't remember who gave me permission, but I'm grateful nonetheless. Here's what I learned. There is no meditating the right or wrong way. Here's another thing. There is no magical length of time to meditate. I used to think if I only went for five minutes, I hadn't meditated at all. That's not true. The fact is, there are no rules to meditation. You just do it. Granted, there are some tactics and get the, to get the most out of the session, but there is no right or wrong way. What I've learned to do and when, when all the weird thoughts like my third grade teacher's death or why I'm still angry at my brother for something that happened years ago pop up, I just see the thought, let it run its course, and continue. It just kind of, I just kind of watch it pass by like I'm looking through the window of a car. I'll count my breaths for a while or try some box breathing. The important thing is to stay. That's it. Just stay. Don't give up. Don't quit. Just stay where you are. When thoughts come to mind like literally every other thing your brain thinks you should be doing other than sitting and doing nothing, tell yourself, no, it can wait. I'm going to stay right here. Take a deep breath and continue. The difficulty of meditation is, in my opinion, an addiction, an indication of just how bad we need it. I'll look at it like this. It's like your laptop. We're going along, surfing the web, checking out the latest Jordan Peterson versus the world debate, when all of a sudden the mysterious blowing sound appears. It's like this noiseless smoke that starts to rise in a movie then ends up blowing everybody up. The fact on the, la- the excuse me, the fan on the laptop has been initiated. For the record, I hate the fan. I can't stand it. I don't like to hear it. But more importantly, I know what it means. It means my laptop is stressed. I'm asking too much of it. It's overheating. It needs to chill or meditate. So I shut down all the unused applications and sometimes even close it up altogether and just let it rest. Our minds are like this. There's a constant barrage of thoughts and concerns going on in the background we don't see. Sometimes they overload in the form of a migraine headache or just pure exhaustion. When we take time to pause and breathe, we allow these thoughts to settle. What's more, we learn to better control the thoughts altogether. There was once this episode of the I Love Lucy show. Lucy and Ethel went to work at a chocolate factory. They were supposed to be sorting and packaging chocolates, and and as they made their way down the line, eventually the chocolates started coming at such a fast rate that the two of them couldn't keep up. It was chaos, as was often the case with Lucy. This is a metaphor for our brain and our thoughts. If Lucy had taken the time to stop the belt and breathe and devise a strategy for handling all those chocolates, she would have been much better off. It wouldn't have been nearly as funny, but it would have been more effective as a chocolate sorter. And by the way, I keep referring to this as meditation. You can call it mindfulness, breath work, or whatever you want. Yes, there are technical differences between these things, but if you're just beginning, I don't want you to get caught up in semantics. 
Call it what you want. Just start doing it. You know, there's this funny scene in the movie The Great Outdoors. Roman Craig is played by Dan Aykroyd and had crashed his brother-in-law Chet Ripley's, played by John Candy's family vacation in the North Woods. Roman is a money-grubbing, sleazy Wall Street guy, while Chet is a laid-back everyman. In this particular scene, the two of them are sitting on the deck of the lake house overlooking the lake, and behind the lake is this big wall of trees. Roman looks across the lake at the trees and tells Chet what he sees. He lays out exactly what he would do with all that valuable waterfront property by money-making detail by money-making detail. He then concludes with, with a question for Chet. He says to him, now I ask you, what do you see? Chet looks and he says, I see trees. This is what meditation has done for me. I once constantly looked at everything with a racing, scheming mind full of worry, ambition, angles, and more ambition. Now, I actually just see trees. And you know what? They're beautiful. I know that sounds a little silly, but it's the honest truth. I even described it to a friend this way. I had recently been on a walk, and I kid you not, for the first time, I noticed trees in a way I never had before. I can't really explain it. It was just like looking at the Mona Lisa for the first time. I just looked and noticed how cool a tree is. It was beautiful. It had seen years of storms. It provided shade, food, and shelter for squirrels. It just kind of looked cool. I know it sounded like I was on some kind of trip or something, but I really wasn't. My brain had just started to slow the world down to a pace where the chocolates were less likely to pile up on me. As part of transforming your mind, take the time to breathe. Stop and just be. Meditate. There are so many great experts on this topic of meditation. My favorite is Dawson Church. His book, Bliss Brain, is probably my go-to for understanding both the benefits and best practices of meditation. But again, don't overthink it. Just do it. Take the time, slow down, and just breathe. And continue to renew your mind and and by all means, continue to improve always in all ways. I'm Jason and I'm out. Well, that does it for this episode of the Jason Wright Show. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a Texas Titan Media production. Fourth Wall did the music. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Please consider going out to jasonwrightnow.com and signing up for the Vitruvian Letter. Also, please go out to iTunes. It takes like 30 seconds to just leave us a five-star rating. It does wonders for the podcast. I would be so grateful. And with that, until we meet again, go crush it and endeavor to improve always in all ways. I'm out.